A big welcome to the Strong Family Podcast. Episode 6. Today is Friday, May 22nd. A little drizzly out, but today's a special day. Longtime listener, Marianne Baylor. Happy birthday out to you. I hope this is a great one for you. All right, today we're talking about amazing people. Now, quick caveat before we begin. I want to just say that I think we're all amazing. All people are amazing. We are all made in the image of God, and that, that certainly is a an amazing thought for all of us. Each one of us has some unique DNA, some unique personalities. No one else on earth, no one else in history is like you. That's an amazing thing too. But I do think most of us follow an ordinary template in life. We go to school, we grow up, go on to college, meet the love of our life, get a job, buy your first house, buy your second house, buy some curtains that force you to re reinvent the whole house to match the curtains, you know, all of those typical things in life. But there are a few people throughout history that have that have risen above, I think, a little bit of that ordinary template and have done some extraordinary things, some things that almost defy comprehension. I think of just a few people. Um, Ernest Shackleton, that British explorer, or maybe he was Irish, I'm not sure. Back in the early 1900s, he's the guy who tried to find the South Pole or tried to get there on foot, and just some amazing, extraordinary things. Boat ended up getting stuck in an ice floe. They camped on the boat in the middle of the ocean for two months, finally getting there against all odds. My mind also turns to a lot of missionaries um, 100, 150 years ago who would, um, as I've learned, pack their things in their coffin as they went overseas because they knew they would never return home again. To me, those are amazing people. But my four boys and Tanya have all identified one person that they want to talk about, an extraordinary person. My hope is that this episode inspires you to do some amazing things in your life. So, Boaz, how you doing today, buddy? Good. All right, Boaz is ready to kick it off. Tell us about your amazing person. Well, my amazing person is Ed Stafford. Okay. When was he born and what did he do that was so amazing? Well, he was born right after Christmas, December 26th, 1975. Um, the amazing thing that he did was on August 9th, 2010, he and Cho Sanchez Rivera became the first people to walk the whole length of the, of the Amazon River. His whole journey was almost 4,000 miles long and took him 860 days. All right, and when, when Boaz first told me that, I had to clarify. I said, oh, do you mean he kayaked or he boated down the river? And Boaz said... No, he walked it. He walked along the river. And of course... Well, in it. Or ne- in it? Yeah. He walked in the river. Yeah. All right, tell us a little bit more about this guy. Um, well, this is amazing because he hiked through shoulder-deep water, encountered hostile tribes, and accomplished it in a little over two years. So this guy was walking shoulder-deep high water with piranha and crocodiles and who knows what else for two years. All yep. right. Slightly crazy, but extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of the questions on my sheet is, how did they do it? Um, and he, Well, he was accompanied by a guide um, by the name of Gato Cho Sanchez Rivera. In order to get through dense parts, they brought along a machete. They also uh, brought along a little boat to carry supplies. Okay, so they kind of had to hack their way through vines and trees and shrubs. Yeah. Along the way. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What else? Um, he well, 
Uh, another question is, have they done any other amazing things? Um, he has been in multiple TV shows, including Marooned. Okay. So after he did that, I'm sure he got recognized yes. and invited on some shows. Mm-hmm. So this this certainly is, he was the first person to ever do it in history. Yep. Right? Um, and had to do a lot of preparation and had to have a lot of willpower to walk for two years down the Amazon River. Why did you choose this person out of all the people? Um, I picked this person because uh, it's really extraordinary that he hiked one of the longest rivers on, on the planet. Um, and he well, and he did it knowing that there would be dangers like piranhas. Okay. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Um, what did you learn from him? Even if uh, your dream is something hard, you can... You still should try. Okay. Yeah, his dream was definitely extremely hard, right? In fact, I'm not sure he knew he could do it. We watched a video where he admitted that he wasn't sure he'd actually complete it, but he still went ahead and did it. Is there anything in your life that you have a dream that you're not sure you can do, but you're willing to give it a shot? Uh, Getting to the NFL. (laughs) Getting to the NFL. All right. And of course, that all starts, starts with... A fast 40. How you doing on your 40-yard dash challenge? Uh, good so far. Um, we didn't do one this week because it was really rainy, but... Boaz, thanks, buddy. Yep, bye. And before we get to our next guest, just a reminder of our sponsor for this week's episode, Sela's Sincerely Handmade Cards.BigCartel.com. She's got three new cards up on the website. Check it out. Some great ways to communicate and send your appreciation for others through the mail. Three new cards up on the website. Link is in the email. All right, our next guest is Tanya. Hello. Tanya, an amazing person in her own right. Um, But she's got somebody who is quite a bit different, someone who physically couldn't do what Boaz's person did, but a pretty special person. Tanya, who's your amazing person? He's uh, an Australian um, born, uh, I guess he's a... Motivational speaker and an evangelist. His name is Nick Vujicic. All right. And what makes Nick so amazing or extraordinary? He was born without um, any limbs, without arms or legs. And yet he has been able to lead a pretty amazing life. He's married, has four kids. He's 10 years younger than me. And he um, goes, he lives in Malibu now, even though he's Australian born, lives in California with his wife and has um, just a great career um, going around speaking as a motivational speaker, evangelist. He has um, he also talks and helps people like with suicide prevention and things like that. But I think it's mostly that he talks about that, um, you know, even without having limbs, uh, it doesn't hold him back from doing all the things that he's dreamed about doing in life. And It's hard to even imagine because his, his limbs don't end at the knees or the elbows. Mm-hmm. He has no limbs at the actual shoulder and hip joints. Yeah. It's hard to imagine him doing anything because Mm -hmm. of his complete lack of mobility. And yet he's traveled around the world. Yeah. And he actually is like you watch him play with his kids, bounce on the trampoline, kick a soccer ball. He's got a a little bit of a like a foot kind of right off, like right off the base of his body um, on each side so that he can stand, you know, upright. And, you know, he bounces around, kicks a soccer ball, bounces on the trampoline. He swims. I mean, he, you know, I think, you know, he talks about childhood being rough and a lot of bullying. And at one point he he did not want to continue on living. But um, I think his his faith and his belief um, in Jesus and 
Um, and just, I think, his parents, I think, also helped him, you know, along the way. And he um, went off to college and, you know, I think gained a better perspective, I think, after the adolescent years and um, has gone on. I think his biggest dream was to be married and be a father. And his wife is an absolutely beautiful woman and he's got four beautiful little kids. And yeah. Well, certainly for me, it removes any um, ability I have to complain about something if I consider my status in mm -hmm. life versus his challenges. But what exactly drew him to you in terms of out of all the people in the world who've done extraordinary things, why him? Well, I think especially because I have two sons with limb differences, it kind of hits home that um, he talks about, you know, no, no limits, like, you know, no limbs, but, you know, like his he doesn't have limits like life um, in his life. So just knowing that um, I think I'm really drawn to people that overcome adversity and go on to do amazing things and lead extraordinary lives. And that's my hope for all my children. Um, so, yeah. All right. What was his last name? So somebody can look him up. It's Nick um, Vujicich. No, did I say that right? It's, yeah, Vujicich. Vujicich. Nick Vujicich. Yeah. Look him up. Yep. A very inspirational story. Yeah. And would provide some inspiration to you, too. All right. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. All right, up next we have Meshach. Meshach has uh, another extraordinary person, somebody we're all familiar with, but if we dig down deeper, pretty extraordinary what this person did. Meshach, who is your amazing person? Mine is Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong, of course, we know that name, but Meshach, what did he do that was amazing? He was the first one to be on the moon. Yeah, first person to walk on the moon. We're all familiar with the story, probably almost too familiar. We kind of gloss over it. How did he get up to the moon? With Apollo 11 rocket. An Apollo 11 rocket, which back in those times, the computer ability, communication ability, was about as uh, advanced as our lawnmowers. And so it was a huge risk. For this guy to go up and quite frankly i think part of part of what makes him amazing is his courage because i'm pretty sure he and his support crew didn't know if he'd ever come back so he went up to the moon not knowing if he'd come back that's a huge risk a huge courage Meshach, what else is amazing about neil armstrong um so three people went up with him he was born in 1930s and he mm -hmm. yeah he's born in 1930 and something pretty cool about him when he was younger he was um he drived um he i mean he flied airplane before he drived his car yeah most teenagers of course can't wait to get behind the wheel of a car neil armstrong actually learned how to fly an airplane before he learned how to drive a car so probably an indicator of things to come there um but Meshach, why did you choose him since I just wanted to know, like, um, um, of the space, and yeah. You like space, and there was something cool about his name that you like, too. Um, it has our last name. Strong. Yeah, I think what drew Meshach to Neil Armstrong is that <laughs> the word strong was in his last name, so he lots of things. He actually kind of found it under, on my iPad. Cool deal, Meshach, thanks. Shadrach up next. Shadrach, how you doing, buddy? Uh, good. Yeah? What's new this week? Anything? Uh... Well, we started putting the zip line up to, like a few days ago. Yep. And 
we're making YouTube videos. Boaz is doing 40-yard dash videos. Meshach's going to do how to ride a bike. And I'm going to do soccer skills. So stay tuned. We'll send you links for those YouTube videos so you can increase your life's skills as well. All right, but uh, Shadrach has another person you're familiar with, name-wise, but let's dig a little deeper what makes this person amazing. Shadrach, who's your person? George Washington. George Washington, all right. What's so special about him? What he? What did he do that was extraordinary? Well, he, um, he fighted tons of battles, like the bunker like Bunker Hill, which they were trying to do get Bunker Hill and Breed Hill. And um they he had, um they didn't have too much like they had a hospital but they didn't have too much supplies for it. So he had to fight a lot of battles sometimes with some hardship involved? Yes. Alright. What else made him extraordinary? Um well he um uh, like he did tons of battles, which he could have gotten hit in tons of battles, and he had like four shots of bullets through his coat, and like I think he got wounded one time, but he's still good. But he got way be better. Okay, yeah, the fighting back then was pretty ugly. I didn't know he got shot four times. Like no, there was like holes in his coat. Holes in his coat from bullets. Yeah, four holes. But he didn't give up, and certainly there was a lot of adversity or challenges George Washington had to overcome at our country's early time there. Um, but a lot of perseverance from him. Uh huh. What else about George? Well, um, at Christmas Eve they crossed the Delaware River, and like um to get the hessians and then they um the hessians were so surprised because some were sleeping and at christmas eve that was like the time the soldiers would be going back to their homes but um after they hit um they got to the hessians and fought off um the hessians um he, George Washington had them like line up and like one um they asked um, whoever whoever stays and fights with me, um, would you would be proud of like that? And then there was just one like they were like thinking about it, and then one of them was like, "I'll I'll do it if someone else does it with me." And then like all the soldiers um did it, and they stayed with George Washington to fight. Yeah, very inspirational, and we gotta we have to owe a lot to George Washington for where our country is now. Without his leadership back then, who knows where our country would be. So why did you pick George Washington out of all the people in the world? Well, I kind of like history and kind of like learning about history and like what they did back then and how they did it. Okay, all right. Job well done, Meshach. Last but not least, Mr. Simeon Strong. Simeon, how's it going today? good all right you have somebody who's a little bit different but nonetheless still pretty extraordinary tell us about your amazing person uh, my amazing person is Laura Decker she was the youngest person to sail around the world and uh, a solo sailor on the world she was the youngest person okay the youngest person to sail around the world through the various oceans how old was she uh, she was 16 years old. So a 16-year-old hopping in a boat. Was it with sails or what? Uh, yeah. 
With no one else inside the boat. No one else in the boat sails around the major oceans to cir circumscribe the entire globe. Pretty courageous, I would say. What else about her? She sailed around the world at the age of 16, and she did it all by herself, and it took her 518 days to do it. Okay, so about a year and a half of nothing but sailing. Pretty amazing. What else? She, she likes sailing a lot. She liked the water, so she wanted to do it. She practiced sailing a lot because her parents were sailors too, so they kind of t taught her to sail. Too. Okay, so she grew up doing that, and then just at some point in her life thought, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what I can do. I'm gonna see if I can complete this task." Okay, very cool. Anything else about Laura? She didn't do anything else really cool, but that was the only thing really. Okay, so why did you pick Laura Decker out of all the people you could have chosen? I just thought it was cool that a 16-year-old sailed around the world by herself. Yeah, when you look at some of these extraordinary people, some of the things they did weren't at later stages in their life. They were at stages that were, were really younger stages in their life um, and took a lot of courage and bravery. So, Simeon, how does this inspire you? I don't know. I just like it. It's really cool. All right. Do you hope to do anything that wild and crazy one day in your life? No, not really. <laughs> all right. I'm sure God has something for you. All right. So I hope these stories have all encouraged and inspired you in your ordinary templates of life, maybe to rise above, do something special today. We will see you next week, episode seven coming up. Have a great one.